Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Paul Zillizer. He's a business coach for social entrepreneurs. Welcome to the show, Paul. Gigi, thank you so much for having me, and congratulations on building up a show that has gotten so much traction. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate you, and it's such an honor to have you here today. Now, can you start off by telling us more about you, and where are you from? I'm originally from New York City. I'm a New York Jew, but I've been in New Mexico. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico since 1993. I've lived in New Mexico longer than anywhere else. So New York Jew who found his way to New Mexico. And who am I? I'm somebody who's really passionate about trying to make the world a better place. Uh, The first 15 years of my career, I did that in the community mental health space. And we talked about before we hit record, did a lot of work with men around ending men's violence and trying to prevent domestic violence, which I know you're really passionate about. And then about 15 years ago, I burned out and, and needed to kind of reinvent myself and moved into the social entrepreneur space. So that's what I've been doing in the last 15 years. I love it. Now, walk us through that moment you decided to become a business coach for social entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Didi. So, you know, I had uh, the, the work to like engage community around challenging issues and make a difference. It's like baked into my nervous system. And the challenge for me, I was doing that in a agency context. At that time, I was um, the director uh, the executive director of a nonprofit and trying to get the funds to both do the work, innovative work around engaging men and ending violence and, you know, engaging young men as fathers. It was great work, but then also trying to get the money to pay everybody to do the work. It was just too much. And I got really tired after doing it. I became a father myself and it was just nonprofits and basically being a social worker. It was too much. And I burned out and I knew that I wanted to keep helping people, but I was like, it feels to me like nonprofits and agencies are like fighting for the scraps to do this really important work. And I didn't even have the vocabulary of social entrepreneurship. It was there, but it wasn't talked about as much 15 years ago. People were talking about business for good and conscious business. And um, I kind of got into that conversation at a time when there was growing interest in that. And then the social entrepreneur movement came along and I was like, got to figure out if all the horsepower and the resources and the money is in the business world, I got to figure out how to connect what I'm doing more directly to that rather than trying to do it through like the nonprofit structure. And I didn't have the vocabulary, but I knew I had to go that direction. So it took me a while to figure it out. But 15 years later, life is really good. I love it. Now, tell us a little bit more about your podcast, Paul. Yeah. So the podcast is called Awarepreneurs. And we just got to five years. We hit our fifth anniversary, 250 plus episodes. And if anybody knows the podcast, How I Built This with Guy Raz, where he interviews like entrepreneurs and artists and creatives, like how did they come up with the concept of their idea and like actually how I built this, right? He just like deconstructs why did you build it and how and what did you do five years ago and 10 years ago? I like to say it's like the How I Built This of Social Entrepreneurs we get world-class social entrepreneurs who come on and they just share why they started, whether it's something around helping engaging, you know, young women in careers that maybe they hadn't thought about, 
or how to help support people who've been, you know, who are coming out of prison to, you know, get a good job and be able to afford a good life after the situations that contribute to them being incarcerated or how to bring organic food to kids in schools and in marginalized communities. Like we find people who are doing really interesting things in a wide variety of impact spaces and just ask them, when did you start? How did you start? What are your streams of revenue? How do people find you? How do you take care of yourself while you're running this impact business? All the nuts and bolts of both the business and creating a sustainable lifestyle as somebody who's working at using business for good. I love it. And you're also a speaker for our upcoming Global Confident Men's Conference on September 9th at 5 p.m. Eastern. What does confidence mean to you, Paul? That's a great question. Thanks for having me as a speaker there. And what I would say, Gigi, I'm 54. So what? how I would answer to the 24 and how I would answer to 54, they're different. At this phase of my life, what I would say confidence to me is about being really clear about my core values, my sense of like, and purpose, like why am I on this planet and what are my values and living those and not, not trying to like, adjust who I'm being in any given moment to make other people comfortable. I'm not trying to make anybody uncomfortable. I want people to be comfortable in themselves. But I also think that as a human family, we're facing some hard situation and there's some hard conversations that I want us to have, whether it's about violence or what's happening with our climate, or obviously in the US, we've had a few things that are going on that <laughs> that, that, that that could use some attention. Um, it's my sense of my purpose is to help uh, find and amplify creative solutions to those. That's what my core values ask me to do. And to just live that, not in it, in anybody's face kind of way, but also not shying away from the challenging issues that we're facing as a human family, not from ego, but from a place of being of service. And my sense of being of service, my tradition, I'm Jewish, and we have a certain frame that encourages us to work towards making the world a better place. And for me, that means being willing to have hard conversations. And I try to do that as best I know how. I love it. And now speaking of challenges, tell us a little bit more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. Oh, gosh. Well, that transition that I mean, there have been many, um, but but the one that we already alluded to, it was really challenging to go from social worker to entrepreneur. I had a lot of limiting beliefs. I was trained originally as a you know community mental health counselor. I'm smart, I have a master's degree, I read, but I had zero training in business, right? So I knew I was trying to make my way into a field, but I had all this self-talk. I don't have an MBA. I don't know how to market. I'm not an accountant. I don't, all the, I don't. <laughs> it was a really, 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 really long list. And I had been a social worker, so I didn't have a ton of money in the bank. I had a little bit, but you know, I had a contract that, a halftime contract that I was grateful to have that helped me get up and running, but I didn't have a lot of money. I had a five-year-old or six-year-old kid at the time. I was getting divorced. My whole life fell apart and I needed to reinvent my work all at the same time with all of this negative self-talk about all the training I didn't have. It was a really challenging moment and um, I'm grateful I made it through. I got some good support and I finally was able to go from 
what, uh, what's her name? The woman who wrote the book, she calls it a learning mindset instead of a fixed mind. It's called mindset. Uh, Carol Dweck, I think is her name. And I finally realized, oh, I have this mindset that's not serving me. I'm approaching it as if it's like a gene that I didn't get instead of a learnable set of skills. And oh, I just need to learn this. How do you market? How do you talk about things like your ideal client and come up with product market fit and this whole new vocabulary that I got no training formally in, but it's a learnable set of skills. It took me several years. It was not an easy several years. It was very, in many ways, scary several years. And at this phase of my life, I'm so grateful that I made that transition. It's incredible to get to get fairly well paid and do work that's really meaningful and not have to have that same stress of trying to be in systems that mean well but oftentimes don't allow somebody to live in a sustainable way. Very inspiring. Now, Paul, what gives you the most joy? Oh, Dee, I, I was crying earlier today. I got this exquisite email. Uh, if I knew you were going to ask that question, I would have brought it. This 14-year-old young woman, sophomore in high school, maybe 15, never heard of her before, sent me this email saying, your podcast has changed my life. I'm um, on board as an entre as a social entrepreneur. I've been listening for a while. I built this thing. Can I be on the podcast? And um, and and the the way she shared about the impact that the complete stranger who's you know from a marginalized community and wants to help other people who have faced challenges and had gotten a tremendous amount from listening to the podcast. I didn't even know this person existed. It just came in a couple hour ago, hours ago. Those kinds of situations were the, because I'm blessed, I've been doing this a long time, 15 years, I have direct access to people who are very skillful social entrepreneurs. And the podcast and other social media, I get to share what they've learned. and. The podcast is now five years old, 250 plus episodes. We give it away for free and people from Pakistan, people from all of Africa, all over the world can listen to podcasts. It's one of the most inclusive forms of internet. If you get the, it's not like a video where you need a lot of bandwidth. If you have any device that can get on even a relatively slow connection, you can listen to a podcast. And if you can't, I do transcripts. So if you can get on the internet at all with the slowest bandwidth on the cheapest cell phone, you can take part and learn from some of the best social entrepreneurs on the planet. When somebody says that changed my life, I, I was literally in tears earlier today. I love it. Very powerful. Now, Paul, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Oh, that's a great question. I, I wish I could remember his name and I can't, but for anybody who knows the US Navy SEALs, they're a form of special forces. I heard a Navy SEAL leader talk on a podcast and he gave some of the best advice that I have ever gotten about how to navigate your life with purpose and from your values. He said, when you're a Navy SEAL, your beeper could go off or your phone could go off in the middle of the night and you grab your go bag, you get a short brief, you get on a helicopter, and you could be jumping out of a helicopter in the middle of the night, and you don't know if people are going to start shooting at you. You don't know if you're going to like land. And it like every time you get on a mission, you know it's probably not going to go away, that 
is ideally written on a piece of paper, right? You know, it, the military calls it, no plan survives the first point of contact. So what you want to do, he says, is you want to have three, maybe four core values, right? So you have your plan. It doesn't mean that the Navy SEALs don't have a plan. They do have a plan, but they know that the plan's going to change. But what doesn't change is your core values. And he says, the way we lead, or I got trained to lead, is when you're in that airplane or you're on that boat and you're about to jump over the side and start swimming underwater to do some wild thing that SEALs do or jump out of the airplane and you know somebody might be shooting at you. Before they jump out of the plane, he says, the whole team puts in their fists and they say, these are our core values. They remind each other what they are and that's the last thing they do before they jump out of the plane in the middle of the night not knowing if they're going to get shot out or what's going to happen next. The plan can change, but the core values don't. A light bulb went off in my head. You can go see, they're on the, you can go to awarepreneurs.com, our about page. You can see my core values. Like I literally did that process. Many businesses and many leaders, if you walk into a business, you'll see their core values, but they have 15 of them on the wall. <laughs> you can't remember 15 core values or even eight, he says when your nervous system is under a lot of pressure and think about business, we have to make fast decisions or, you know, you're in a polarized environment and somebody's, you know, pushing back on social media. If you have three or four core values, you'll never forget them, even in intense situations. He said, know what they are, remember them before you go into situations where things might get complicated and make your decisions from that place. I said, genius. <laughs> and you can go see what the result is on my website. Such a powerful statement. Ladies and gentlemen, write that down. The plans can change, but the core values don't. Very powerful. Now, Paul, where can the audience find you? The, the best place is my podcast, uh, awarepreneurs.com. The first part of the word awareness, the second part of the word entrepreneurs. I see you also have my consulting site, paulzelizer.com. If you just do a search, Paul Z, social entrepreneur, or even Paul Z. I, I maybe I am the only Paul Zelizer we think that ever lived. It's a, not a very common name. Um, so you just do a search on my name. But Awarepreneurs is a great place to start. Check out the podcast. If you have any questions or you want to pitch an episode, you can do that on our contact form. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Paul on all of his social media platforms and his website, P-A-U-L-Z-E-L-I-Z-E-R.com. And Paul, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Gigi. You're welcome. God bless. Bless.